Hey there, boss ladies. Summer is here and you might be feeling the heat when thinking about how you're going to scale back your schedule without scaling back your profit this season. I've got you. Get ready to level up your income, save time so you can create more memories with the kids and make some serious money this summer. You're listening to the Scorching Hot mini series, The Summer Success Blueprint, where I'm about to drop the most sizzling income producing strategies that will have you raking in the cash while honoring the seasons of both business and motherhood. Welcome back to another empowering episode of the Summer Success Blueprint. I'm your host, Megan, and today we're diving into a topic that hits close to home for all of us, mastering resilience as female entrepreneurs. So grab your favorite cup of coffee, find a cozy spot. I'm about to provide you with strategies, insight, and inspiration to help you navigate the challenges that come your way with unwavering strength and tried and true experience. As a mom and entrepreneur, I have faced my fair share of setbacks, overcome obstacles, and as hard as it can be for me to admit, I feel pretty good about the success that I've achieved so far. It's not always pretty and it doesn't always go according to plan, but that's the real beauty in it, right? Life as a mom and an entrepreneur is a beautiful journey most of the time, but let's face it, it can also be filled with challenges and obstacles, and sometimes so many challenges and obstacles that you may wonder if it's even worth it. I can't count the number of times I've asked myself this question, even recently, because sometimes it just really is that challenging, and I would venture to guess that I'm not alone in feeling this way. That's why I'm dedicating this episode to exploring advanced techniques for building resilience and triumphing over adversity as a mom and a woman in general, plus an entrepreneur. Let's make one thing clear before we jump in. Yes, being a mom entrepreneur is an incredible journey, and yes, it's not without its challenges. Building resilience and prioritizing well-being are key to not just surviving, but actually thriving as an entrepreneur in general. Today, we'll explore a collection of strategies, mindset tips, and self-care practices to help you nurture resilience and well-being as an entrepreneur too. Tell me there is anyone stronger than a woman working hard to build her business. I'll wait. You can't. There is no one stronger than a woman working hard to build her business. There is so much resilience that comes along with being a woman and being an entrepreneur, and it's really not for the faint of heart. Building resilience starts with a very strong mindset that empowers you to face challenges head on and not back down from them. If the mindset isn't right, nothing else is going to be right. So how do we make sure that the mindset is right? I'm going to share a few strategies that have worked for me that you might want to consider. So this one is tough, but embracing failures as learning opportunities is where I like to start. So instead of viewing failures as setbacks, see them as stepping stones to success. Embrace the lessons learned from each experience and then use them to grow and to improve. Now, this is a hard pill to swallow and something I've had to and I'm still working on being good at because point blank, it sucks to fail. It doesn't matter who you are, but shifting the mindset and looking for the opportunity is the secret sauce here. Every time you fail, you have an opportunity to learn and do better next time. And with that, you really want to focus on adopting a growth mindset. 
believing in your ability to learn, adapt, and overcome obstacles is going to help set you ahead because you know that no matter what's thrown your way, you can handle it. Embrace challenges as opportunities for personal and professional growth rather than seeing these challenges, these challenges as roadblocks or something that's happening to you and holding you back. You can handle these challenges. You just have to shift that mindset a little bit. This one is really hard for me, but it is practicing positive self-talk. Now, this is something I am working on right now heavily because in this season of my life, I'm really struggling with this one. I've done this a lot in the past as well. And it, this is like top of mind for me in this season, especially as I'm recording this episode, because we want to replace self-doubt and negative thoughts with empowering and positive self-talk. This is empowering affirmations. This is reminding yourself of your strengths, your achievements, your resilience. Right now, and whenever I feel this way, I like to get a list going of all of the strengths that I know that I have. And I write those down. And I like to post that list up where I can see it in the main part of my house, usually on the refrigerator. And every time that something happens throughout the day in business or life that I feel is a strength, I add it to the list. This is something I started years ago that's really helped me and I lean on it whenever I start to feel down on myself or comparing myself. Another thing that I do that has helped me so much is a folder full of positive and kind words that people have said to or about me. Now, I like to keep a Trello board for this. Of course, if you've been listening for a long time, you know I love Trello. And it's just a little board that ranges from strangers' compliments to kind DMs. There's some testimonials in there. Just anything nice others have said to or about me, I love to just write it down, copy and paste it into that folder unfortunately, and this is something I'm working on, I thrive off of external validation. Unfortunately, that is not my favorite thing to admit. And I do struggle with positive self-talk. I always have, but especially in this season where I'm still battling with the wonderful world of postpartum, right? And the unpredictability of what it's like with a small baby and my schedule changing and starting tasks and not being able to finish them. That really it wears on you and it can be really hard for many of us. So try these little tricks. You can do them with me. We can keep each other accountable. And on the days where you're feeling like a failure or you're feeling like you just are down on yourself, give yourself this little gift. Now, I want to get into a little bit of self-care, but don't worry. I'm not talking bubble baths and mani-pedis. I'm talking about self-care in the sense of managing stress and prioritizing self-care because these are essential for your overall well-being. A few of my favorite ways to give myself self-care look like this. Establishing boundaries, first and foremost. Setting clear boundaries between work and personal life. Designating specific times for work, time with family, time for self-care activities, and honoring those boundaries so that you can avoid burnout. I love a good boundary it's taken a lot of practice to learn how to stick to them. But once you establish and stick to those boundaries, you're going to notice a huge difference. Also practicing mindfulness, incorporating mindfulness practices into your daily routine is so helpful. And it's one of those things that feels a little woo. Oh, I don't, I don't need to do that. But I'm telling you right now from experience, you need to do it. Take a few minutes each day to engage in some deep breathing exercises, meditation, some affirmation, some gratitude practices, or simply just intentionally be present in the moment throughout the day. Choose a moment here or there where you are intentionally being present. Another one, 
for self-care is to nurture your passions. Engage in activities that bring you joy and recharge your energy. What do you love to do? And if you're like me, first thing that comes to mind, you might say working. <laughs> what do you love to do other than working, other than being a mom, other than whatever it is that you're doing day to day while you're grinding, right? What are the things that you love? Is it reading? Is it painting, gardening, running, dancing? Make time for your hobbies and make time for the passions that light you up. And if you don't know what those are, then it's time to kind of sit down and do some more reflecting and figure out what those things are and how you can create the boundaries you need to to make sure that you're incorporating those into your day. I also want to talk today about building support systems because having a strong support system is crucial for women in general, for entrepreneurs in general. And so as female entrepreneurs, we need that support system a lot. So these are kind of some of the strategies I would consider when you're seeking support because it's hard to find. And I mentioned in a previous episode that, you know, we have to pay for our villages these days, which is really just sad to hear, but it is really true. And so you really want to be intentional and proactive about finding support for yourself. So you can surround, your, surround yourself with like-minded individuals, connecting with fellow moms, fellow women, fellow entrepreneurs through online communities or networking events or support groups, heck, even just Facebook groups where there's people who have things in common with you. You just want to put yourself out there and connect. You can share your experiences, your challenges, your triumphs, and you can lean on each other for support and for inspiration. Another way to develop your support system is to delegate your tasks. We talked about this in our last episode, but you have to recognize that you can't do it all alone. Maybe you think you can, and maybe you could, but at what cost, right? So for the sake of not wanting to run ourselves to the ground, let's just admit we can't do it all alone. So how can you delegate tasks that don't require your direct involvement to trusted individuals, professionals, people who love to do the things that you hate, people who have the time to do the things you don't have time for. This is going to free up your time and your energy so you have more space for strategic decision-making and for self-care. And of course, seeking mentorship is another great way to build your support system. Find a mentor who's walked a similar path and who can offer guidance and support for you. Their experience and their insight can provide valuable perspective and help you navigate challenges more effectively than what you can do on your own because you're getting another set of eyes on things. I have to say that once I brought a mentor into my business, it helped with so much more than my business. It helped me with a lot of things in my life as well. And so I am a strong believer in seeking mentorship. So in conclusion, as a female entrepreneur, nurturing resilience and well-being is vital for your personal and professional growth. And I can tell you this, from experience, by cultivating this resilient mindset, by managing your stress and prioritizing self-care in the way that we talked about today, not just bubble baths and mani-pedis, although those are nice, I'm talking about true self-care, you'll not only overcome challenges, but also thrive in your entrepreneurial journey. So remember, you are capable, you are strong, and you're deserving of your success, whatever that success looks like to you, whatever success means to you, you are deserving of that. Embrace these strategies and mindset tips and always remember to prioritize your well-being along the way. 
Join us in the next episode of the Summer Success Blueprint as we continue our exciting journey towards summer success. We'll be exploring another captivating topic that will empower you as an entrepreneur. Until then, remember that you possess an incredible reservoir of resilience, even when it doesn't feel that way. And with the right mindset and strategies, you can conquer anything that comes your way. Until next time, stay bossy. I love this podcast so much, and I am so excited that we are on season five of the Boss Ladies and Babies podcast. Some of you have been with me since the beginning. Some of you might be new listeners, but either way, I am so thankful for this space and this community and for you following along on my journey. Also, I'm so thankful that you inspire me every single day just by being here. I love connecting with and supporting other moms who are growing their businesses while raising their babies and I couldn't do any of this without you. If you like this podcast, please, please, please leave me a quick review over on Apple Podcasts. I know you're a busy mom. I know you've got a lot to do. It won't take much. Just a quick emoji or a couple sentences is all we need to help get more eyes on this podcast, to connect with and inspire even more women, to grow our community together. I would be so thankful. Head on over to Apple Podcasts, leave that quick review, and let's keep this show growing. Thank you for listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. If you like this episode, be sure to rate, review, and leave us some feedback. Make sure you follow us on social at Boss Ladies and Babies. Join the conversation in our private Facebook group and check out everything we have to offer like community, coaching, merch, and more at bossladiesandbabies.com. And until next time, stay bossy.